Welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss the movie Heartbreak Ridge one minute at a time. Today we're discussing Minute 26. I am one of your hosts, Brian Lockhart. And I'm Jack Perry. Minute 26 begins with one of the recon Marines claiming, we take care of ourselves. It ends with Gunny Highway stating, well, 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 well. <laughs> I wonder what he's welling about. Oh, Oh, I think we'll uncover that here pretty soon. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, <laughs> we pick up from last minute where Gunny came in and introduced himself by throwing a radio and yelling at everybody. So, obviously, one of the Marines in Recon Platoon there stated, we take care of ourselves. And Clint Eastwood responds with, you guys could take care of a wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic line. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> You're completely unfazed. It got any highway, um, to his credit, is really big on destruction of government property. He smashes a radio, a pull cue. <laughs> I don't know if this it was planned or not, but when he smashes that pool cue, those guys legitimately look concerned and jump a little. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's just good acting or if they didn't expect that to happen. You know. Well, I think the only Academy Award-winning actor in this scene is Tom Highway. I don't know. I don't know if there's a whole lot of exceptional acting in this film. <laughs> it's, it's a good movie, but I mean, you know, I think that uh, Clint Eastwood decided to destroy a pool cue. <laughs> when he does that too, like his reaction afterwards is kind of like, oh shit. Like, because it goes flying and he's just kind of like standing there gritting and just like, like he he's in the moment. You could tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's. He just don't it, and then he yeah he grabs that one dude by the nose, which we haven't we haven't figured out who who's two yet, right? We don't have the names of the folks, right? Like last minute, I could just kind of mention who the who some of the actors were. Well, we already know that we got uh, Mike Gomez and Ramon Franco. Yep, they, we saw them, and then they're the ones that don't habla, yeah, no speak of English. Yeah, and then we mentioned that Tom Villard, Vincent Irizarry, and Rodney Hill were there. Yeah. They're the actors, the two, the blonde guy and the dark hair guy standing in the background. They're real Marines, part of, the, you know, of this uh, platoon or this battalion. You know, yeah. That was their squad. Eh? And um, I actually was looking at a, um, a video with Pete Koch, who plays Swede. And he had, oh. mentioned, he had mentioned that everybody in the background, we mm -hmm. speculated this in previous minutes, all these guys in the background who aren't you know, the, the main actors that are of recon platoon, they're all real Marines. Yeah. I believe that, man, because they, they, I don't know, you've been around them enough. I've been around them enough. You can kind of spot them. You just see they, they move like Marines. They stand like Marines. They behave like Marines, especially Marines in active service, right? Yeah. And the actors you can kind of pick out because they just, they, they're actors. And he had stated, too, that, like, you know, Clint Eastwood kind of hired them as extras. But then while they weren't just, like, in the background or, like, these guys were just there to kind of fill out the ranks they kind of were also like consultants. They would help the actors be more Marine-like, you know, stand this way, do this, yeah. uh, you know, hold a weapon a certain way. So it was kind of like a smart move. It's like, well, let me, I'm not going to get extras. I'll just hire the Marines there. Yeah. Yeah. Give them something to do. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, we need a working party. Raise your hand. Nobody raise your hand. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> Who wants right. to go work with Clint Eastwood? <laughs> yeah. that, that's one working party. I would definitely join. Oh, hell yeah. That would be an awesome one. So, yeah, I guess he confirmed, too, that, you know, these were the real squad base or Quonson huts that, you know, that these guys lived in. They filmed on location. Yeah. We haven't even made it a couple seconds into the into the minute. And 
Clint Eastwood's already got the good one-liner of they can't take care of a wet dream. But as he does that, he's he's ripping a pool cue out of the Marine's hand. Yeah. Then he smashes it, and he's like, you you men do not impress me. And that's when he breaks it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is what we like to call in the business firing for effect. I mean, he's like, I mean, he is intense. And, and I have that written in my notes. I just have intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pushes that dude down the chair after grabbing his nose. <laughs> Yeah, this is great. And that's the thing, like, you know, so we don't learn their names just yet, but, he, you know, he grabs, one of the Marines comes up and says, Recon Platoon kicks butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Uh, yeah, I'm not sold. <laughs> well, what's funny about that is, he, you know, he's trying to be all tall. All the, everybody else seems a little, you know, nervous after he's broke the pool cue. And he's kind of like, you know, like, you do not impress me and all that. And they're just standing mm-hmm. there, but. But, you know, that Marine, he comes up and tries to talk some, some junk, but he, he's saying it in the most non-threatening manner. He's like, they kick, they kick butt. They don't kick ass. You know? Like, yeah. yeah. You, well, too, you, you, you read immediately. I mean, I don't know about the guy that played him. Honestly, I've seen him in other stuff. But it's usually the, the lesser intelligent of the group. That's usually where the actor falls in, whatever his typecast is. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because he's got a dumb face or, or what, but. Well, I'm glad you said you didn't know who he was because I happen to have a little information about him. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Somebody did prep work. So I'm saving some of the information, you know, like, because, you know, they, these guys are prominently featured, but I figured let's, one of these guys is more prominently featured later. And I realized that, so I'm going to save who he is. And, you know, we, we don't quite learn all their names yet, mm-hmm. but, but that actor who got his nose grabbed and who, who kicks butt. <laughs> that's uh that's Tom Villard. I especially noted that he is he wasn't born there, but he was raised in Spencerport, New York, which is one of the suburbs of of Rochester where I'm from. Oh, is that so? So that's yeah. where the dumb comes from. Uh, you know it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no comment. Nick Tahoe's Nick, Nick Tahoe's for the win. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> See your idiot and raise you a, a garbage plate. Yeah, <laughs> and. Niagara Falls. Now who's the idiot? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Yeah, so anyway, I thought that was neat because, uh, you know, that I, that jumped right out to me when I saw that. But I know Tom Villard from a, a bunch of movies. I, I told you right before we started recording that I, I, I saw an IMDb, and I totally forgot about this. There's a movie called High School USA. Yeah, yep. And uh, it was a... You it was a, about it, yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, and I actually have it on right now <laughs> in the background. Background. It was a made-for-TV movie. I think it was in the. It was before Back to the Future. Michael J. Fox is the star. Nancy McKeon, McKeon or McKeon, you know, uh, Joe from Facts of Life. Mm-hmm. She, she's the main. You know, she's the main girl. Anthony Edwards is the uh, the preppy guy who's the the foil for Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's literally got every like TV teenager tv you know it's got like todd bridges and it's got the, the, his sister on fact oh, not facts of life but um different strokes it's got tom Villard's in it and he's he plays a dummy in that too <laughs> <laughs> marty mcfly's dad is in it oh really yeah chris mcglover's in it and okay and then all the teachers are like bob denver's in it he plays somebody's dad uh, eddie haskell's in it i think he plays <laughs> somebody else's dad wally from leave it to beaver he's the principal Okay. So, so yeah, it's like, it's it's totally TV. And I probably saw it a thousand times on on HBO when I was a kid. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So 
you know, so I, I put it on just to see if I remember Tom Villar and sure enough, here he comes walking. In fact, right now he's looking at a robot and he's looking all like fascinated and being the dumb character, just like you said. Yeah. So when was that movie made? I think it was 1982. Oh, so he was well, just a little bit younger than he was now. Yeah. Cause this is what? 86 that. Yeah. It, this was filmed. And of course he's, well, you know, he's probably about 47 playing a 17 year old on, on this yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> just tell, I guess it does make him a better actor than I thought. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's been in a bunch of things. He did a lot of TV. He had a role in Grease too. He was in that Shakes the Clown movie. It was either with Bobcat. I think it was with Bobcat, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's Bobcat. Uh, I never saw it, but it it sounds familiar. I've seen I'm just it disappointed that you know anything about Grease too. Uh, oh, come on. Well, it's no Grease. It's no Grease no. one, but you know, hey. I don't even like Grease one. <laughs> well, you know, we can't all be right. <laughs> The only the best thing about Greece too is Adrian Zved. Oh, that guy! Oh, yeah. what the, hell? <laughs> the the lesser Danny Zuko. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Greece one is legitimately a good movie. I, I I like that movie. I was I ran track my high school year, uh, my senior year of high school. I was by no means a jock, but I ran track. You know, my my senior year because I was already signed up to go to the Marine Corps. And I'm like, well, what better way <laughs> doing a lot of running? Yeah. So I did it, but I would, um, I'd wear my leather jacket over my track <laughs> uniform. Like, I don't, that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, what? <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> Maybe I took that a little too serious. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just keep talking. This is the Tom Villard minute. Um, <laughs> Yeah. He, uh, he, you know, he was, uh, I guess he was in a couple horror movies like Popcorn and he, like I said, he was in like a bunch of TV stuff. But the thing I always remember him in is um, he was in One Crazy Summer with. Oh, uh, yeah. John Cusack. John Cusack and Demi Moore's in that. But yeah. he plays Bobcat Goldwaith's twin brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Dude, what? <laughs> not all twins have to be identical. Okay. That that movie has one of the best scenes ever filmed, and it's it's actually got Booger from Revenge of the Nerds in it too. Oh, yeah, he was in everything. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's all you know he's a sensitive guy. He's gonna have to be sent, sent off to military school, and he's all sad and all that. So Bobcat's sitting there. He's like, let, let me tell you a story. You know, of course he's doing a Bobcat voice. Yeah, he's about a little fat kid that nobody liked, nobody loved. And 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 he, and he had a twin brother, and, and they everybody said he didn't look anything like him. And of course, you know Tom Villar's looking at him, getting all sad, and he's like, well, he's like, but he wanted to look like him. You want him?" And, and so you know, Booger goes, uh, "Hey, uh, are you that little fat kid?" He goes, "No, no, no. <laughs> I I used to beat the shit out of him. He goes, he goes, I used to grab him. And go, why are you so fat? Why are you so now I want to go back and rewatch that movie. Yeah, One Crazy Summer is a great movie. <laughs> yeah, I had seen that one so long. That's the one where he does a little animated feature at the end of it, right? He's like an artist or something. Yeah, it's like spread, um, sprinkled throughout the whole movie. Gotcha. It opens on that, and then he like, as he's like trying to figure out love, he's like writing a comic about love, and it would have like more animation. Yeah. And then they and then they kind of like make a, they kind of make a movie or or like a trailer. Yeah, to save something at the end of the movie because it's always about saving something. And the yeah, I always yeah. get 
those early John Cusack movies mixed up with um, I can never remember the one that was the kid with the two dollars. Like one of them's just yeah, one of them's like a snow movie and the other one's uh, something else. And there's yeah, it's better off dead. And, and that, that was like, it. It's 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 almost like a similar kind of tone of movie. Yeah. And I feel like One Crazy Summer gets forgotten about and better off everybody remembers Better Off Dead, which, you know, that's also got Booger in it. And it yeah. also has like, you know, it's got animation and stuff. That movie's outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> but One Crazy Summer is a is a spiritual sequel to that and it is outstanding. <laughs> that's cool. I can't say yeah, enough good things about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to change, I'll change gears a minute. And uh, sadly, Tom Villard passed away in 1994 because uh, of AIDS related pneumonia. Oh was, no. Uh, yeah. He was, um, at some point he became, you know, openly gay on, on TV. And I think I read an article where he went on like entertainment tonight. He's like, yeah, basically ever since I, you know, came out and also mentioned that I have AIDS, I can't even audition anymore. Huh. And I, I think he started getting a little extra work you know, after that and, 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 you know, when he passed away, somebody who started a foundation for people who are, you know, living with AIDS and stuff in his name. So, okay. Yeah. I, I, I guess I had, hadn't realized that he had passed away so long ago. I didn't realize he passed away at all. Yeah. He was only like 40 years old, you know, he was pretty young. Mm-hmm. So, well, but anyways, let's, uh, let's get off this sad note and get back to Clint Eastwood talking shit. <laughs> One more thing about Tom Villard as he's, you know, talking you know he says we we kick butt clean so grabs him by the nose and just holds him there and keeps talking it's saying his speech yeah you guys i'm here to whip you into shape and he throws him on the he throws him on the chair but i noticed he's wearing a, a, a sylvester the cat shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> which I, I don't know i just it made me laugh um, <laughs> you know the rest of the guys are wearing either like you know button-down shirts kind of almost like hawaiian shirts or yeah or Billy shirts, if you would, if you would. Yeah, Billy shirts. Yeah, and they're still called Billy shirts around my house. Right there, you go. <laughs> you know, when the rest of the guys got like Marine shirts on and stuff like that, and well, there's the one really. Yeah, well, you're right, you're right. And the other guys got what is that? Like a surf shirt? It looks like maybe. Yeah, yeah, Ocean Pacific or whatever that op. <laughs> well, actually, I, w- I do want to mention one other guy because unfortunately. I can't think of another scene where he's prominently like, it's all about him. Mm-hmm. So it, one of the Marines standing there with a pool cue is uh Rodney Hill. Mm-hmm. He, he hasn't done too much. He was in Wildcats, the football movie. Okay. Yeah. With, uh, was it Gold, with Goldie Hawn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no. I remember that one. Yeah. Isn't Wesley Snipes in that too? And, and um, Woody Harrelson. Aren't they both in that one? Oh man, it's been so long since I've seen it. I kind of remember bits and pieces. But I, yeah, I mean, it sounds about right. Yeah, I think I'm, I, well, I feel like I'm right, but who knows? You have a microphone that makes you right. Right. Well, if not, <laughs> if anybody's listening and wants to join the Marine Corps Movie Minute Quarter Deck Facebook page, tell us we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Stand by for rough seas. Everybody's yeah. going to start telling us we're wrong. <laughs> oh, that's all it takes? Shit, I've been waiting my whole entire life for this. <laughs> <laughs> These are people that agree with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they're just fans of the show just so they can tell us how fucked up we are. Rodney Hill was also in House Party, the Kid and Play movie. Kid and Play movie, yeah. Yeah. Heartbreak Ridge makes House Party look like House Party 2. <laughs> God, choke yourself. Do you even know what that's from? I, I do, but I can't remember. But I do remember. I do remember the reference. I just don't remember what movie it's from. Well, House Party 3, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> That's it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I just went through and watched all those movies because I got reboot. And I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm going to go through and rewatch all of them. <laughs> Let's give a plug to another podcast that I enjoy. I've been going through the Jane Silent Bob Minute. Oh. And they're, they're currently doing Chase and Amy, so uh, give that a listen because that's a that's a fun time. All right, well, let's get back to our podcast. <laughs> Don't worry Plug about in. anybody else's. Uh, <laughs> I noticed in the background. Well, I'm we're kind of jumping around because Clint Eastwood's basically got this whole spiel. Yeah, I don't know, man. Let's bounce. Let's pl- let's play some. Let's play some ping pong. <laughs> oh yeah, we're all, there's so much in this minute, though. Honestly, yeah, there really is. It's, it's a good minute, and the best part is coming up. <laughs> yeah, because I was, I was really, you know, I was laughing, doing my notes and all that. But um, what, what did Clint Eastwood say? So basically, he's here to basically get them in shape. Yeah, and they said they're going to start acting like Marines, for like right now, basically. He uh-huh. said, just because your your last sergeant was a pussy, was a <laughs> pussy, and let you slip and slide. <laughs> <laughs> That shit ends right now. So, have you ever had a slip and slide? <laughs> well, uh, yes. More as an adult, and it wasn't exactly a slip and slide. Ah. <laughs> so, are you referring to the slip and slide sex act that I found on <laughs> Urban Dictionary? <laughs> I'll refrain from going through what exactly it is. But let's talk about slip and slides. The, okay. the, the toy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the children's toy? Manufactured by Waymo in 1961. <laughs> Invented by Robert Carrier. It's a long sheet of thin plastic that you basically wet and then scar up your knees when you go sliding off of it. <laughs> <laughs> or you hit a rock. There's a rock buried underneath it. And you fall, you find every little thing that's sticking up out of the yard on a damn slip and slide. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it is recommended for children because adults will kill themselves if they try to do it. Yeah, and the drunk, yeah, and, and adults are never sober trying to do a slip and slide. And adults can do the adult version of slip and slide that I hinted at earlier. <laughs> <laughs> also drunk. Yeah, so you know, he said because the last platoon sergeant was just a short time remark in the days. He said, so you're going to start acting like Marines right now. And if you notice, like none of those guys have regulation haircuts well n- no not well not the regulation haircuts that we were used to no i mean some of them had the little fade in the back but like the, the dude with the sunglasses i mean he's you know he's yeah he's more navy <laughs> yeah i mean yeah exactly it, it's pretty it's pretty blatant you know that they need a haircut <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much all of them do uh, the only guys that are pretty much within rags are the guys who are real marines in the background but even there they're the top of their hair is pretty long yeah, it's pretty long. One of the Marines is like, who invited you anyways? He's like, I'm not doing this because I want to take long showers with you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is, his, that is his job, right? It's not only to lead these men, but it's also to train them and protect them. It's, uh, it's a funny moment, but there's, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a sense of truth in this. You know, they're, they're there to look at after each other, and the more prepared they are, the, the less likely that they're going to get all shot up over dumb shit just because they don't know. Okay. Well, you said brought up two things I wanted to touch on. First off, the very next line, he says, and I don't want to get my head shot off in some far light way land. Cause you don't abla caprende. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Raw. You, yes, yeah. gunny. You know, <laughs> so he calls them right out on their bullshit, not speaking English, you know? Yeah. And, and, and like you said, yeah, but in the background right up there, they have the, um, 
they have the banner right over the door. Right. It says Bravo Company Amphibious Reconnaissance. And then it's got a saying at the bottom, which says, the more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in war. Yep. From Sun Tzu. Yeah. And I was wondering, I, I wasn't sure if that was exactly from it or not, but it, it was listed as an old Chinese proverb a lot of times. And mm-hmm. then I saw that Chiang Kai-shek in 1939, the Chinese general, mm-hmm. he quoted that as well. But I've also seen it attributed to General Patton. Obviously, didn't, they didn't come up with it. They're re-quoting it. And then right. Norman Schwarzkopf was, I, I see that one came up a lot because I guess he, he did a speech at like the Naval Academy and, and he, that was one of the lines from that that stuck out, but okay. he didn't, again, he didn't originate that. It, it was an old Chinese proverb. So there's different variations of it too. The more you sweat in practice instead of peace, right? instead of uh, in war, it was battle, you know, just stuff like that. You know, just minor tweaks of the same general sentiment. Right. Yeah, preparation is key. Right. And and uh, honestly, it's been tweaked also for a lot of fitness, like CrossFit places and, you know, like fit, <laughs> yeah. you know, gyms, they, they use that too. So, I mean, it, I mean, but it gets a point across. Yeah. Anyways, you know, all of a sudden you just hear in the background, baby, you look so fine and you got that big behind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he comes strolling in Stitch <laughs> Jones in a towel, high tops. Yeah, sunglasses. He's got a, a necklace on, an earring in. <laughs> of course, I noticed his, uh, his necklace says funk. Yeah, yeah. and the look on Stitch's face, man. I, I've had a look of face. I had that same look on my face when I'm, like, I'm doing something I should have done when I was a kid and dad come walking in. And I didn't even realize, you know, pop was in the house. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> it's just a childish look. It's just this look of a... Oh no, I'm I'm about to get a spanking. <laughs> What's funny about that too is you know Clint Eastwood, you know he's, he hears a guy singing, he kind of is like, all right, here's another guy I can mess with. And as soon as he turns around, you see the realization on his face you because know, he's like, who the hell's who the fuck singing? Who the, who's coming in? And he turns around just like nonchalantly. They they make eye contact, and of course, Stitch I think realizes I got your ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stitch slowly pulls the glasses off, freezes. And, he, and like you said, he's got that look like, uh-oh. But um, when, when Gunny realizes who he is and you just see the realization in his eyes and it, it goes from even like more focused. <laughs> We've said this before, but Clint Eastwood is, is a great eye actor. Yeah. Like, you know what he's thinking just by the way he turned his, his head and his face and makes that look. And he goes, well, 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 well. <laughs> and you know and then, you know, he starts approaching Stitch Jones in the, in the minute end. Yes. Some of Clint Eastwood's best lines are lines where he didn't say anything. He just had the right facial expression. You're just like, oh, that says it all. Clearly, we're going to have to wait the next minute to find out what exactly is said to the, <laughs> between these two. But <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they, they're long lost friends. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they, they had that, you know, uh, adventure together on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they had a meal together. You know, they're, they're buddies. Shared a beer. Right, they broke bread, shared a beer, exactly. <laughs> so it's a perfect little like cliffhanger for for the next minute, you know. Oh yeah, and that's this was one of those minutes that timed it just right because you didn't have anything else to say. It wasn't cut off, nothing. It was just like, okay, shit, here we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm noticing a lot of these like recruit posters are in the background, and they're all ones that we saw when we were in. Yeah. You know, they were still in use a good ten. You know, it was like ten years later from when yeah. this was filmed. And they're all, I mean, I, I recognize most of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, some of them I think I was recruited to. <laughs> right, exactly. And in, in one of the foot lockers or whatever it is they're called, they got that camouflage Marine sticker. It's like mm-hmm. camouflage and it says Marines. And it's yep. like, you saw my bumper stickers everywhere. You know? like, yeah. Yeah. Until just a few years ago, actually. Yeah. Now they're all faded. They got the, they, oh, I don't even know if they even make those stickers anymore. They make the Eagle Globe and Anchor ones. But I don't know that they make the you know, the traditional bumper sticker Marine stickers that you can find unless you go to like Sergeant Grit. That, that you, I don't think the Marines make them. Yeah. I, I mean, I see a lot. There's an Army Navy store um, near me and they have all that stuff. And it, but I and I see them everywhere now. But I, I see it's the red and yellow, and it says U.S. Marines, or mm. it's got the like you said, Eagle Globe and Acre with it, or you know something like that. It, and I see yeah. those. But this, this uh, like I, you know, I got that in like a pamphlet when I signed up. You know, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Here's your here's your boot starter kit. <laughs> yeah, but basically, yeah, you know, they have a um a chalkboard in in, in their Quonset hut here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I've been trying to figure out what's on it. Okay, so I think it's going to come into play later for it says so it's got a, a square and it says ammo in the square like a box and around mm-hmm. it's a bunch of circles and i i assume that's like bushes and then oh, okay. it, it um you can see like it towards the end of, yeah i i think it's yeah you can see it just a stitch comes out of the shower and it's singing so around the ammo field is, it says path so there's like two lines that are clearly meant to be a path and then off of the path at the top it says bluff so mm-hmm. obviously, um, and then, uh, and then just next to that, there's like a crossroads. So some sort of intersection, you know, it doesn't, okay. it's not labeled, but it's like an intersection. And I'm guessing that comes into play later. And if I remember to mention it, when I, when there's a scene in the movie, I'll bring it up then that okay. I think this is, this is basically what they do when they're out doing their, you know, Marine shit. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, also too. I mean, this because this wasn't active like a legit marine barracks. This could have been a, just a normal thing that they just left up there for you know, uh, for atmosphere. But it could have been an actual training course or, you know, any other things. But yeah, I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it, like you said, it very well could be. It just could have been stuff that was already there. But um, yeah, yeah it's, it's just stuff I literally never paid attention to before mm. until we're breaking it down minute by minute. Yeah. Anyway, in reality, as we talk, right, we're watching each minute, what, we'll say 20 or 30 times. Same so by way. the time we're done talking about this, we'll have seen, on top of all the times we've seen the movie before then, we'll have seen it an additional 20 to 30 times. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're watching it in little bite-sized sections, but still, it's like, yeah, we're really getting kind of kind of getting that uh, score up there. You know, how many times have you seen aliens? Oh, I've seen it 500 and something plus times. Okay. And I've seen this close second is a, uh, uh, heartbreak Ridge, a whole big bunch. <laughs> yeah. In one sitting. <laughs> in one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have anything else you want to talk about in this minute before we say goodbye? No, no, I think we pretty much beat this one to death. I agree. Why don't everybody come back and join us on Friday for minute 27. And, uh, Marine Corps Movie Minute Podcast kicks butt. I'm going down a rabbit hole here. Let's just let's punch out, Goose. Right, exactly. I'm bailing out. <laughs> Well, Perry, I did not start this podcast so that I could take long showers with you, asshole.
<laughs> yes, you, you, yes, you sure did. See, and I thought I had it all fucking set up instead of trying to like <laughs> do it on the fly, and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sell it. No, I fucking no sold it. Yeah, I should have just fucking went with it. Oh, this look on fucking Stitch's face. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, gulp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the only thing missing. Gulp, like a cartoon when you see them swallow. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is not even a barracks room. Where the fuck is he just walking in here in his fucking towel? <laughs> What's he doing? He's just walking in here in a fucking towel and slip. Did you notice that? Like, where's his stuff? That's a good point. He's got his little shower thing, but, and then... <laughs> Were you lost? I'm gonna bring something up about that next minute. So, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, baby, just look. look oh. He's in pretty good shape. If I look like that, I might just be walking yeah. around. <laughs> Hi there. Hello. Which <laughs> <laughs> way to the gym? <laughs> yeah. As soon as yeah, as soon as the goddamn podcast was over, we were recording. Are we still recording? We're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> we should just leave this in. 